0: word what's the um, what's the new game for for uh for epic because they, they switched it over it's not thimbleweed anymore right what's the next it one? Is oh, not...
1: it's slime rancher right now it's slime oh, Rancher. Baby. i'm sorry
0: slime yes. rancher. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah it's not really That's up my free. alley
0: it's too much like a looter shooter for me you know what i'm saying what i'm joking <laughs> what? i'm joking
1: <laughs> oh my gosh don't even get me started oh man that precious don't make fun loot. of my shooters. <laughs>
2: That precious loot, yeah. those little jelly bellies that you throw in the little pins. It's That's
1: literally a... it's really, literally jelly poop. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it is, it is.
0: What's up? How are you doing? It's me, Manny C. I'm sitting here with TIE Fighter and the one and only Buddha Will. We are part of the Hardcore Casuals, a collection of oddballs and content creators who's dedicated and bringing to you the very best of games, gaming, and all things entertainment. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hardcore Casuals Lounge. Oh, baby! I can't, can you believe we're, we're already here again? The week freaking flew by. Holy freaking crap. Uh, and here we are again uh ty buddha how, how you guys doing
1: feeling good dude happy that it's the weekend again <laughs> yeah That's man huge
0: yeah yeah dude. feeling yeah it's already it's already here it's already here um all let's let's uh talk about that website shall we the hardcore casuals.com go check it out snazzy uh snazzy little website we have the the uh the of course the podcast there with the podcast notes where every every uh little uh thing that we talk about the the uh articles that we that we reference are all there sometimes uh there's videos you know sometimes extra little tidbits go ahead and check it out um if you're if you're listening to us and you're on the iTunes please consider giving us a five star review and leaving a comment we'd love to see it that would help us out a lot uh we also have the patreon the hardcore com slash patreon if you appreciate what we're doing and said hey you know what i think we can uh we can give those guys maybe maybe a starbucks worth of a latte a month hey we'll take it and it goes a long way in helping us out <laughs> so uh thank you so much um let's dive in to uh to the rest of the uh podcast shall we um ty we're gonna start with you because you're the best what are yeah the the greatest you're the best around yeah. <laughs> okay um, <laughs> what uh what have you been playing
1: uh well it's been a good week uh as you may have expected i have been spending plenty of time in the world of anthem aka bastion mm. uh and actually made it through the Entire campaign. So I rolled the credits on that one. I feel pretty good about it. And now I've had the opportunity to spend uh, roughly 15, 20 hours kind of in the quote unquote end game of, of Anthem and and kind of am, am settling into the flow of what it's supposed to feel like as, a, as an end game and, and looking forward to see what else we get out of it. Uh, I did release my like, you know, uh, official Hardcore Casuals review of Anthem and uh, went over what I tried to to make was like a, like a really balanced review of, I didn't want to fanboy over it, even though that's kind of what I really wanted to do because there were a lot of pieces of it that I really enjoy. But I also wanted to be honest and I wanted to be clear that like this game is in kind of a weird state right now. Uh, I titled the review Newton's third video game and that doesn't make sense immediately, but but Newton's third law of motion is for every action there is an equal and opposite reaction. For this video game, for every great thing, there is an equal and opposite awful thing going on in this game, uh, and it's just—it's so much fun to play, and it's so frustrating to play at the same time. And so, I'm really looking forward to seeing how they continue to build this game up over the next three months. Unfortunately, there's a lot of people, who, you know, and I agree with them that um, we just—we we shouldn't continue to be okay with games coming out and us paying 60 bucks for them and basically funding the continuation of the development of this game up to right. where it should have been at release, but not getting that for another six months, right. Or even another year. Now, uh, again, I'm going to, I'm going to continue to fall back on, on the fact that, you know, I, I paid 60 bucks for this game. You know, obviously it wasn't sponsored in any way. Uh, that'd be sick. Uh, yay. If you're out there, yeah, game changer. send me up. <laughs> and, uh, but while there are a lot of these issues, while there are a lot of these these roadblocks and hiccups and and, and things that are causing friction throughout the campaign, uh, I am I think according to Xbox, yesterday I was like seventy five hours into the game after two weeks, Ooh. and if you just look at that figure right there, I've played this game for seventy five hours in two weeks. That right there should tell you immediately that like I've gotten I've gotten everything that I need to get out of this game. And that's right now. Like I like I have gotten my value out of this game. I have gotten my $60 out of this game. If if I never played another minute of this game, I can look back on my time with Anthem and say that I got my money's worth for it. And so if you feel like that's valuable to you in a game, then I feel like Anthem has already checked that box. And the fact that we have another year of content and quality of life updates and stability updates and uh, the developers continuing continuing to work with players in improving this game from the pretty rough state that it's in right now then i'm gonna get i'm gonna get an incredible deal out of that 60 bucks just because the content is going to keep coming none of it is being uh given for a cost it is all free updates over the next year so all the new content that comes whatever cataclysms whatever new missions whatever new storylines or new weapons or new abilities that come in or, or even new javelins uh potentially that one's kind of a rumor uh, all that stuff for the first year is free, and I'm really excited to see what the game kind of turns into. That being said, if you are not generally someone who leans towards games that focus on loot and games that focus on the grind and the end game and and looking for those those top tier rolls on, on, on weapons that you may have rolled three or four times before, and now you find another one, and is this one better than before, if you don't like playing that game of stats and, and rerolls and uh, and running missions over and over again. And if if that's not your style of game, then Anthem is not your style of game and and no amount of beauty or, or flight or movement or guns or abilities, nothing's going to change the fact that that's what this kind of game is. And so just want to make sure that no one has a, a, a skewed view of what this game is. It is not a linear single player campaign, uh, in any way. It is not a mass effect. It is not a dragon age. It is very different from those games. If you're looking for this to be like, uh, in, in air quotes bioware game like yes there are there are pieces of the story that you can feel Bioware bleeding through but uh, it is very very different from those from those previous games so anyway um, that's kind of the short version of what I wrote down please if you guys want a, a, a broader discussion about the game and what I liked and what I didn't like please check out the website I think it's like first on the list right now because we haven't published anything since. Uh, so it is right at the top uh, and if you have questions or if you have comments or something you want to add to the review or maybe your thoughts are different from mine and maybe you had a horrible time please feel free to comment on uh, uh, either on the the article itself and I have I get I get pings every time someone does so uh, I'll definitely hear from you and I'll respond as well and uh, or hit me up on socials I love talking about this kind of stuff as you can tell but anyway overall for me I, I'm sitting right around the the seven seven and a half for this one just because I love playing it so much there's just so many things causing friction in this game it makes it really difficult for me to yell from the top of the rooftops that everyone needs to jump in right now and buy it so anyway that's where that's where i stand with that one um so you you just
0: finished the story right i rolled
1: credits over last weekend so i've had some time to do after story stuff
0: okay okay so overall like your 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 experience with with how they tell the story it was it was it was good right it was
1: solid you, it you was know. uh it was good it was not great it was not excellent it was not uh you know didn't pull at my heartstrings or anything it mm-hmm. it didn't blow me away like some other stories did i mean i don't know if you uh, i don't know if you guys played through mass effect but uh if you remember there there's a moment in mass effect 3 that has stuck with me for many, many years after I played that game, just because I remember it being so emotionally charged. And I, I don't think talking about it right now is considered spoilers, considering the age of the game. Uh, but if you remember when uh, Morden Solas, the Solarian, sacrifices himself to save the Krogan uh, race, basically. he the, the Krogan race is being uh, suppressed by basically a virus that keeps them from breeding, and he sacrifices himself to to basically cure this virus. That's the simple version of the story. Anyway, the scene that they set and, and how much time you spend with, with Morden Solis and, and uh, the, the decision that he makes in real time and, and, and how much that affects not only himself but his crew members and, and particularly Shepard, it was extremely gripping. And like, it was the first time I ever cried during a video game. And I just remember just like, it was so emotionally charged and so pure and so like wonderful as a, as an experience. Uh, And so that's kind of like a bar that I set. I know that's a Mm. huge bar and ridiculous, but this is Bioware. They made that game, so they should be able to live up to it. And there is in no way anything that is as emotionally charged in this game uh, at all. It is a, it is a pretty straightforward story. the monitor who is kind of the bad guy I feel is grossly underutilized. Uh, we only see him for you know a couple of instances and then at the very end. And we don't really get a lot of context into uh, why he's doing what he's doing, where his motivations are. Like We don't get to know him as a person. And so him being bad doesn't mean anything to us. Uh, and then uh, there are a couple of, there, there are like three inner, you know, enemy factions right now, kind of four, if you count wildlife, but one of the, like, the most interesting one is, is one called the scar and the scar are a race of alien insects that have the ability to mimic the most powerful species on whatever planet they're on. Like they, if they see humans, they start forming themselves to look like humans and they have, a, they have a very strong like insect-like hive mind, and the, it's just this extremely interesting enemy that you're fighting, and they are not utilized in the story in any way. They just show up every now and then, and you fight them, and then they're gone. and then it, All it says is like, oh no, it's Scar, and then they're gone. And there's no story around <laughs> who they are, what they're doing, why they're there, like nothing. There's no mention of their origins in any way. And it's just so like, there were so many opportunities to dive into so many different, like interesting things. And I feel like they glossed over a lot of it, unfortunately. Um, Maybe it was because they're treating this release as the beginning and they've they've vocalized that before. Like this isn't the end of the story, this is just the beginning. So, I mean, it's more than likely that we'll get content over the next year, that maybe really dives heavily into the scar. Maybe we'll do an entire expansion that's focused on learning about their origins, or uh, you know, maybe their monarchy or how it works there. You know, uh, I would imagine that to be entirely possible. But from you know, a, you know, ten thousand feet on this campaign, I just, there were so many pieces. Where I'm like, oh, why do not we learn more about this or about that or about this person? Uh, so that was frustrating. But at I the same time, works. there are people in Fort Tarsus that you do get to know, and they do have some really great characters that you can do some side missions for. Uh, as long as you take the time to go and talk to the people that it tells you to talk to in the fort, you do get to see some pretty meaningful relationships developed in there. So please don't go into this thinking that it's just like a shell. Like there is some good game here and there is great dialogue and, and you know, fantastic voice acting and really great motion capture on on faces and emotions. And, and, and that, that part of the game was really well done. You know, it's like what there, what is there is good. It's it's what isn't there that really bummed me out. Gotcha. A, a lot of times, I think that's on purpose. You know,
2: I mean, if it's going to be a game that they're going to continue to 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 support and sure. you know, keep giving us more because at the end of the day, that's what we're all going to want anyway. Oh yeah. I mean, especially guys like you, not more so guys like me. I'm gonna I'm gonna play it here and there when I can because I've got so many games. Yada yada yada. You know um it'll be a much slower pace for me whereas i know you know guys like you that really are in these in this genre are really gonna you're gonna hit it hard you're gonna hit it fast and and uh you know it's gonna be a little bit different
1: oh i mean i i'm definitely one to dig in i mean ask the guys ask the guys that i play destiny with like like that I, i i understand the the lore and the story of that game like completely and they've they've released books that I've read and I read all the journal entries and like I, I have a very clear understanding of what's going on in the history of that like universe and so I want to I want to do that here they just right. haven't really given us a good opportunity yet so it's hard for me to really dig my hooks in which is I mean, right which is but I mean
2: isn't that the same thing with Destiny though I mean isn't that what they did you, you're too, you know, you're
1: just... you're entirely right when Destiny first came out it was it was such a surface level thing and it was only over not only with the Taken King, but it was e- even into the release of Destiny 2 and the and the following expansions that it's really built out. And you know, with the Forsaken launch in September, that really kind of started what I would consider is like the golden age of availability of this kind of lore. And not only are we getting actual books in real life with the anthology that they released, like a, an actual tangible book that you can go buy with lore in it, it was really great. Um, but they actually have books in the game that you can read and they, give you backstory and tell you secrets about what's going on. And it is, it's super cool. And they've, they've started releasing those uh, much more regularly since forsaken launched. So we have, a, I think they're really starting to cater to people like me who are interested in reading all that stuff and knowing all that backstory. Uh, Cause it, you know, it gives credence to what, it, you know, to what you're doing yeah. uh, and, and adds meaning beyond I'm going to go kill a bunch of scar and give me a bunch of loot. So. Right. Right.
0: There was a, uh... Um, uh, there was an article from, the, from uh, Game Industry, uh, and we were talking about this before the before the podcast. Um, For sure. It was uh, Game Industry Biz. Is an article called uh, "Anthem's Launch and the Power of the Sunk Cost Fallacy." It's an opinion piece, and is essentially talking about uh, Anthem and how, um, it, it, although. Uh, it seems to be like a a good game, and you can see like lots of of, of potential. Uh, it doesn't always live up to that potential, and you can see areas where where maybe it was cut short for, for to to deliver the actual game. You know, uh, yep. and, and um, the whole the bin, the in- industry reason or business reason for that was to get get some recoup on your losses. You put in lots of cost into the game, and if you just play it or send it out, people are gonna spend their money, and you have some people playing it while they go and fix it in the long run. Uh, I know you read the article. What are your thoughts on that in uh, juxtaposed to your experience playing the game?
1: Um, so for those who don't know, the sunk cost fallacy means it, it's it's most commonly used in gambling. And at its core, the basis is, I've put in this much money, I should keep going because otherwise the money is wasted. But the fallacy is that continuing to go will help you recoup your losses when in reality, you could just lose more. And so that's, that's, that's the kind of the genesis of this idea. And if we translate that into Anthem terms, uh, I've given EA $60. If I just give them a little bit more money, for future expansions and future content, which may come after this first year of free content, then the game will be better and my experience will be worth the money that I put in. And so this opinion article is basically saying that EA knows that this exists and not only knows that it exists, but is using it as a strategy and banking on it as they're releasing this game. And so they are purposefully saying, we can release this game now And get that income onto our 2019 income statement, because that cuts off in the middle of March. And have it look like we did well. And then if the game sucks, it's fine. Players will stick around as we update the game, and they'll come back and we'll get more money later. Uh, I'd like to think that that this... Sort of malicious uh, marketing and scheduling and 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 purposefully releasing a game in the state that it is in. I I'm more optimistic and, and think that it was they didn't want it to be this way. I can guarantee you the developers didn't want it to look like this. But the EA the publisher could have definitely been applying pressure to release sooner rather than later. But uh, does this exist in gaming? Uh, you know, potentially, absolutely. I shouldn't say potentially. Absolutely. I think it could. I think it depends on the players. I don't know what the, I don't know what the overarching like data shows. Uh, I know that when forsaken for destiny came out, it did pretty well. Uh, But that's not just because they brought in more content, but because they brought in content that was catered to the people who were staying around longest. So the Forsaken campaign that came out with Destiny, which was what came out a year after the original vanilla version came out, was built on systems of progression and, and uh, leveling up and loot. It was, it was built on entirely different pillars of, of gameplay. The purpose of playing Destiny 2 Forsaken, the things that people played it for, were very different than the things that people played Destiny 2 vanilla for. So when Destiny 2 came out and, you know, a lot like when Anthem came out is, is pretty surface level game. You get to, uh, you get through the campaign and you enjoy the campaign. And for a lot of people playing through the campaign and get into the end and rolling the credits is enough. Like, okay, cool. I played this game and I, I saw what they wanted me to see and I enjoyed it and I leveled up my character and I saw lots of loot and I feel good about it. And I don't feel like running these same missions a hundred more times. So like, wipe my hands and I'm done. Cool. And that's who Destiny 2 Vanilla was made for. And it's possible that that's what Anthem was made for. And EA probably knew that there is a large group of people that would play through this game up to the, you know, the, the, the credits and be done with it anyway. So why worry about a thin end game? Why worry about not a lot of loot? Because there are some vocal people that care about there not being a lot of loot or that care about the end game being thin, but they might may not be the majority. So, uh, anyway, that's I mean, the I the potentiality a, of of EA being malicious is absolutely there, but I, you know, I'm, I'm I'd like to be more optimistic than
2: that. Well, I mean, I think that's every game we've ever I've ever played. I think you know, I think that's just the uh, for games that are especially multiplayer. I think that's that's kind of what it is it's always uh they're trying to improve something they're taking player feedback trying to improve things i mean obviously they're going to keep coming up with different ways for players to continuously spend money on 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 the game after initial purpose i mean a purchase um you know i i just think there's just like a there's like a balance you know what i mean like how much is too much to give you know for a longevity of a game. Like if they give you everything all at once and give you, let's say, instead of like an 80 hour game, they give you like a 200, 300 hour game. And then once that's done, what, what, what is there left to do? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, like guys like me, I'm going to probably play through the campaign, but once I get through the campaign part of it, I'm probably going to end up playing some other games because there's so many to choose from,
3: Mm -hmm. you know,
2: the, the 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 attention span is really short because there's always something new these days that is coming out that's the next new, cool, shiny toy. And it's like, ah, you know, all right. When I, I really want to play this game. Well, that looks really cool. That's coming out, you know? So it's like, you know, for me, being able to play, like, you know, I'm going to obviously play through the campaign. Uh, what I've played so far, I've really enjoyed, and I think it's great. Uh, and then I'm probably going to start playing some other games because Lord knows... I've got plenty of games to play on my backlog, but there's always every month we've got new games coming out that are drawing people's attention. And, you know, the way they're going to get me to come back is if they drop something new, you know, so it's just like overwatch. It's like I go play overwatch. And then when a season, when the new season, you know, uh, event comes along and then I come back and I play for a little bit and then I'm like, all right, cool. I got it. I'm done. And off to the, you know, off to back to what I was, playing you know on a regular basis so i think it's like it's like that that balance and i and i i don't know if there's ever going to be a compromise um you know to it you know
0: i mean i'm not Absolutely. really so sure the, the i mean, the one of the things is that hey i i think when they say uh there was influence for the game to be pushed out for the fiscal year end. I think that's freaking 100% accurate. You know what I'm saying? But but I don't think it's uh, it's like anything necessarily uh p- particularly malicious from EA. That's just freaking business, you know what I'm saying? You got, you 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 need to put stuff on the books and there's hard deadlines, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like it's a big deal. Right you know what i'm at saying at
2: the end of the day it's a business right i mean it's... at the
0: end of the day it's a business yeah so i'm i don't necessarily think that is uh unique but is it is it what's best for the for the game in the long run i'm not necessarily so sure you know what i'm saying uh i mean right now it seems that that, that the gaming public is accepting of this, we we there's a, a lots of complaints and whatnot, but in time, if with given support uh, and and follow up content and whatnot, if the if the uh, the gamers uh, population has been treated fairly, it tends to do okay in the long run. You know, right now, I, I'm I'm not so sure. I think that that may change. That may change because. You know, people spend sixty bucks and they get a broken game. Like what what Ty said earlier in the beginning. You know, you you spend your sixty bucks, and you're basically just funding them to fix it. And then they're like, "Oh, we're gonna we're gonna uh, add on the fixes as if as if they're doing you a favor." You know, what I'm saying like, "Oh, look at look at all this post uh, post launch support you're getting, and half of which, it's just fixing things that should have never been broke." Uh, on launch you know um so i yeah. can totally see a lot of people getting turned off from that and well, i'm not I so mean, sure you, in the long run like how many games that can, should have can been uh,
1: go ahead that should have been fixed on uh on launch right uh so there's an update that they had been advertising that would come out on March 12th. So Tuesday of next week. Tomorrow if you are listening to this on Monday. Today if you're listening on Tuesday. Nice job. Uh but (laughs) they released a Reddit post today, uh Friday, that this patch is actually coming out tomorrow, Saturday. So if you're listening to this on Monday, congratulations. Already there. Uh the list of changes, fixes, uh bug break fixes, uh balance adjustments, which are actually okay. And just overall things that are being adjusted there's probably a hundred bullets here. Uh, and it's just unreal, the amount of things that are getting adjusted. Now, some of these are, some of these are balance adjustments that they really couldn't have known before release. And, and balance adjustments are totally chill to happen in live service games. That's why they are live service. Uh, but things like, oh, congratulations, this is no longer gonna turn your PlayStation 4 off. Uh, this is no longer <laughs> going really to actually- lose all audio without rebooting the game. Did, did they actually, is that actually going to be a, I know they were
2: trying to get um, feedback from those PlayStation players that were getting. Brit. So they
1: have, they have identified the issues that they believe are causing it and uh, oh, they're cool. pushing fixes. Um, I believe it's part of this one. If it's not part of this one, it should be coming out on Tuesday.
2: But... Uh, I thought, I thought that was something that they were still trying to figure out.
0: Well, we're, but... we're going to talk more about that specifically a little bit, a little bit later on. uh Uh, but
1: anyway just yeah there's massive numbers of things that are getting fixed now I, i i applaud them for getting all these fixes out relatively quickly you know the game's game's been out for three weeks now and we've had like three or four like major patches uh and you can take that as wonderful news you can take that as horrible news but either way it's fast uh compared to any live service game getting multiple patches of this size over the course of three weeks is is unheard of uh, uh, games like destiny games like the division games like diablo they are patched and changed over the course of many months uh, even small changes sometimes take many months to change and to see some very fundamental changes being made to this game over the course of two to three weeks is impressive so that is cool and that is one thing uh, i talk about in the review and one thing that like really tells me like I think in the long run this game's going to make it because these guys are working their tails off to make it good quick. Uh so hopefully it'll get there sooner rather than later.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um well we'll see man, we'll see. I mean I I think it, uh, I, I don't think that this is the game that's going to turn me into a looter shooter dude, you know what I'm saying? Uh I but mean, it, it never was. But <laughs> but it looks it looks good and uh and i i like i really do like bioware and uh you know it's i think by all all intents and purposes it is successful uh but um you know it's definitely been freaking lo- uh, rocky that's for sure um well let's let's uh let's move on we're going to talk about uh, about uh more anthem in a little bit um sure. buddha what have you been playing well, I've been playing Anthem. Actually,
1: <laughs> I oh, have
2: yeah. been playing Anthem. I have been playing Anthem, and, and, and you know, and we'll, we'll talk more about it later. Like I said, I don't know if you guys but
1: I actually have some thoughts about that game. Oh, oh yeah. Anthem, oh, Drew, really? Yeah. <laughs> I think you can write something up on it, right? There's going to be no, some no, stuff no, no, yeah. you
2: can write up on it, yeah, right? No,
1: uh, a couple articles about yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, you might put a
2: little something in there, huh? Uh, but other than the Anthem, uh, I did play uh, Black Desert Online. Um. Little, little little tidbit, if you're looking to get this game and you go to like the new games tab like on your Xbox, uh, don't fall for the $29.99 standard edition that they have there. The actual real edition for Black Desert Online is actually $9.99. For whatever reason, that does not show up there. You actually have to search that out. Or if you actually click on the standard edition and you scroll down, and look what's in the bundle. You'll see it down there and actually click on that. If you want to get just the standard edition, Dude, uh,
1: that felt so shady to me that the standard edition is not the base edition. Yeah.
2: And uh, cause not when like I that. first saw, when I first saw that I was like, Oh man, there's no way I'm paying 30 bucks. I paid six bucks for it on the PC. Why would I there spend 30 bucks on it on a console? And then, um, I was actually watching, uh, uh, one a, a streamer on, on mixer. I think it was like ID at Xbox, but I was watching, I was watching them and they had it advertised for $9.99 at the top, you know? And I was like, wait a second, is that like a special discount for them streaming it? Or what is the case here? So then I started digging around and looking and I actually found it for $10. So if you are interested in, uh, black desert online, but we're intimidated about that thirty dollar price tag. Uh, dig a little deeper, you'll find it for ten dollars. For ten dollars, I feel it's way worth it. Um, it's a it's a fun little game. If you were uh, playing games such as uh, Neverwinter or Terra or anything like that, uh, Black Desert Online is 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 just a souped up version of those games, um, and uh, it, it looks great. I mean, if you're playing, I'm playing it on an S. Uh, But if you've got an X, I mean, it's probably super bling bling. But uh, uh, so far, I'm really digging it. Um, It's your typical MMO, super questy, run over here, talk to this person, run over there, kill that person, come back over there, talk to the people that told you to go kill that person. All that good stuff. Um, But tons of cool loot and mounts and all those things if you're willing to pay the money for it. So... But uh, other than that, I played uh, Attack on Titan. Uh, that was a game that I actually uh, I happened to be in a, in a gaming store. And uh, it was a game that I have, I have had my eye on for a hot minute, but it never was on a sale. Like I thought this the last month was anime month. I thought for sure that it would be on sale somewhere and I could snatch it up, but I didn't ever see it. I happened to be in, a, in this uh, gaming store. They had a used copy sitting there. Uh, For like twenty five bucks, I thought, why not? So even though I don't normally like physical copies, but I couldn't really pass up on the deal.
1: Is not Attack on Titan a show? It is a show. It's a great anime show. A really great show.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, Like if you were looking for something based on that show, yes, it is. Yes, and it
2: follows the storyline of the show. Um, And uh, I mean, it's a lot of fun. If you don't know what Attack on Titan is, I uh, I highly recommend it to go watch the anime. Um, so you can good. find it like on hulu uh funimation is where i watch it but um the 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 game is is uh is pretty neat i mean you're you're, you're chopping up giants and it's um uh, it's a lot of fun and it's pretty gory and um uh, nice you know you know what, what more could you want it's fast it's like you know the the controls are it's really quick it's a lot of um Quick timing and 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 uh, dodging and jumping and flying and like just all kinds of uh, craziness going on, just like what you would see in the actual anime. So if you haven't had a chance to scoop that up um, and you find a good deal on it, uh, it's well worth it. They've already got uh, uh, Attack on Titan two that's already out, and I know they've already got uh, plans for the new season uh, for the game. Uh, but um, but yeah, a lot of good fun. And then like I said earlier, uh, Anthem and of course magic because you know gotta have that oh baby mm. yeah buddy yeah. And that's all i that's that's all i did
0: um you know i i, I played a bunch of uh magic the gathering as well I've, uh, uh i'm still no still working uh to perfect my uh my i call it uh my pain drain deck it's a i have uh uh a vampire deck that that produces life, and every time I gain life, I I attack the enemy, right? Just by gaining life, right? So, um, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to perfect that. You know, it's a black and white deck, and uh, and yeah, yeah. So we're just, just, you know, just playing away, getting my cards. I lo- I I don't know, man. I've I've come. I've gotten real accustomed. Not accustomed, but I really enjoy. Uh, late nights in the Hardcore Casuals Discord. You go to the hardcorecasuals.com slash discord uh, and hang out. Uh, I'll, I'll often see Boda in the Magic the Gathering voice chat. Just, just chilling out just chilling out yeah, yeah i
2: think i live there now I yeah man this is my new home after <laughs> a certain home.
0: time buddha just hangs out there right so i'll just jump it's in there. with him you know and yeah. every once in a, then it's kind of cool man like they see a couple people in the channel the next thing you know there's like you know four or five people you know it's freaking like two in the morning and and like it's like a magic the gathering uh party you know it's it's kind of cool it's a
1: magic the gathering gathering Oh yeah, 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 yeah.
0: yeah, Right, it's a gathering, right? (laughs) Magic, (laughs) the gathering. Um, so yeah, that's really cool. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised at how much I'm enjoying that game. Um, so, uh, yeah. Um, what else? I've been playing older games. I've been playing, uh, Gears of War with Rugby. Gears of War Three. We're plugging away. We're almost done with Gears of War Three, and then we're gonna. I'm not sure if we're gonna do Gears Four next or if we're going to do the um what was the prequel
1: there's judgment isn't there judgment Judgment. yeah yeah yeah.
0: which was not critically uh you know didn't seem get the same praise as the core series right uh but we're gonna play that one anyway
1: i'm not sure which one we're gonna
0: jump into but i will say all of these games are on game pass um, and well worth it, especially if you're looking for a co-op experience. I've played Gears three by myself before, and I've just really, really been enjoying playing through these games again with someone else. Like the co-op experience is so fun, man. know, I, to me, I like put it on the hardest difficulty, Freaking Rugrat, uh, who I've been playing with, uh, does not appreciate the, the, harder difficulty, you know? But I like it. I like the struggle. I like <laughs> I like uh hearing him complain. It's it's all it's all fun. You know. Uh but uh but yeah. Um uh, what what else have I been playing? I've been playing um uh oh my goodness. What what uh Dishonored which which uh, I I have I picked up. I played you know a while ago and i stopped for quite some time but i picked it up again and i'm like man i'm, I'm really enjoying this game man so I'm, I'm gonna try and actually beat these games uh so then i can move on to. i want to move on to uh uh metro i want to i want to play the older metros and then afterwards i'll see if i can pick up the the newest one which looks really really cool so how about
1: that hellblade though uh, how about that
0: Hellblade? Um, okay, so yeah. so what that's also on hit the hit list. Too. <laughs> that, but here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing. Hellblade. <laughs>
1: it ever grows.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so maybe after maybe after Metro. But all right. Well, you say Hellblade, I can do in in like a weekend, right?
1: Uh, less than ten hours. Yeah.
0: Maybe I'll just what like record. I'll just I'll just sit hour. there and record it off stream. 'Cause like my heart my heart still says record it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you like, can record it. Stream it. There's
2: nothing wrong with that.
0: Alrighty. But I'll maybe maybe I'll record it. Um a, the if you want it to be a if you want it to be a personal
1: or, yeah. experience, then do it as a personal experience. I mean, it's it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I, I know you and I have had talks both on podcast and off podcasts about whether it'd be a good idea to stream it or not. And yeah, yeah. To that, to to give you my honest truth, it'd probably be a much better experience for my good friend Manny if he just went and did it with a pair of headphones on and let it rip because yeah, yeah, that is a yeah. visceral experience. That if you're yeah. trying to maintain a, a healthy chat while you're doing it, it's gonna take away from that.
0: Yeah, you're right. And uh, so uh, and uh, and that's the thing. Like like the the streamer and me, is like, bro, it's freaking content, man. It's gonna be that sweet sweet content. Uh, but then I, I, everything I hear like uh there's um lahari a good friend of the of the of the stream and and the podcast he's like you better not you better not freaking stream it you bum <laughs> i think he said that word for word um Barcelona so i was Hire, like all right good. fine 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 all right all right so I, i'm gonna yeah, i'm gonna do games. it I'm, I, 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 i'll do it listen um before before this month is done i'm gonna finish hellblade there i said what? It. Yeah. yeah 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 you know, there's I'm only a weeks left in this month right? i'm gonna bang right? out a weekend I'm going to bang out a weekend. It's going to happen. And we're yeah. going to talk about it.
2: Go yeah. a good 10 hours, eight to 10 hours. What remains of media Finch is a good, maybe two to three. All right. You could do it. You can okay. do it. Just All, right. On All right. Again.
0: Yeah. And yeah. It's going, uh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I'm going to do it. All right. Oh, how exciting. Your...
1: I can't wait to talk to you yeah. about it.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. 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 I, I promise. I promise. I I, 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 Listen guys. If, if, if we, if April 1st is my brother's birthday, April fool's day um he fooled us all mom um <laughs> <laughs> so april 1st if april 1st comes and i didn't and if i i didn't beat uh I, i'm gonna i'm gonna put edith finch on there as well Uh both of those games by what? the end of this month
1: yeah okay you're i'll i'll you're I don't live, know folks. yeah well, you, yeah. you can is. play edith finch on stream no, i can do that one on stream no? i wouldn't recommend it no no oh,
2: okay i never recommend it I think I think I think Buddha watched
0: Nick woe miss like the critical ending, and he's
2: I did. It is like my favorite <laughs> game of all time, and so I was so excited, you know. And then I see him playing, I'm like, "What are you doing? Go back! Look,
0: no, not the hell with chat!
2: <laughs> chat out of there!" Like, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. No. I can see that. All right. So so if if I don't do these two games by the end of the month, you guys can come up with some sort of of penalty and I'll do it. No matter what it is. As long as it doesn't involve nudity because I already promised my Snapchat. Got once you. a year. So no face right. cam, then no face cam right. challenge. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right all right um wait uh, uh let's let's cue that music are you ready um
1: <clears throat> right I'll about now ladies and gentlemen welcome to the news it is march 8th 2019 it is a friday it is late very good friend time. but we got a lot of good news for you this week uh once again we are blessed with a week that is relatively light on salaciousness and and Crazy things, but more just like good news. Some we got some milestones hit, we got some rumors coming, we got some content release schedules coming, just some good, happy gaming news for you this week. Uh, that I'm excited to talk about. So, that's that's super good news. The first one is very simple and 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 huge. Um, it was announced earlier this week that, uh, officially one month out from the release of Apex Legends, they hit 50 million unique players. Uh, for the game. Uh, A couple stats here. Uh, So one month out, 50 million players. They hit a million players in their first eight hours. Three days later, they hit 10 million players. And over the first week, they hit 25 million players. Just insane. Now, to make some comparisons to the, the, you know, the next biggest one, Fortnite, Took Fortnite two weeks to hit ten million players, so two weeks to hit what Apex did in three days, and it took them two and a half months to hit thirty million players. Uh, so, obviously, the growth curve here is very different. Now, granted, Fortnite has now uh, two hundred million registered players, so you know Apex has got a ways to go. But yeah. that is after a year and a half of of Fortnite being Fortnite. So, I'm very interested to see what Epic or what Apex looks like. You know. Uh, you know, two months from now, three months from now, uh, what those numbers will look like. Because obviously the game has been an overwhelming success uh, for, you know, its quality, uh, you know, fairly good balance, uh, really great design decisions, uh, accessibility for for people who uh, may have, you know, disabilities or whatever. Uh, just overall very intelligently and thoughtfully created. So it's very cool to see a game like that succeed. So good for them. Do you
2: think that... Apex would have been this successful had it been out first. Like, if if Apex would have happened, say before Fortnite, not necessarily before PUBG. Now, say 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 Apex would have came out before Fortnite.
3: Do you uh, think it would have been near as successful? Would
1: it, would it have hit these numbers? Probably not. Uh, one thing that we don't give Fortnite enough credit for was simply bringing people into the universe of gaming. Uh, Fortnite was the is still the the greatest crossover piece of media ever created and brought video games and the fact that video games are something that is, uh significantly more common than people expected it brought that into the limelight and made it okay to like games and made it okay for people to talk about them at school and for them to be popular and so once that became okay once 200 million people were in this ecosystem having a new version of that made it a whole lot easier for that new version to exist because so many more people were aware of of this being a thing for it so many more people were okay with it being culturally relevant so uh yeah, I think I think Fortnite absolutely contributed to Apex as it has contributed to so many other games just by simply putting totally eyeballs in front of it. Yeah, it, it yeah.
0: paved the freaking way. It set the it set the model um for all, all, all right. So so PUBG PUBG uh definitely paved the way for for Fortnite, you know what I'm saying? But Fortnite 100%. took took the 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 game model and then made it really polished and free uh and then and then they the the way they implemented the battle pass and, and and everything it really like they it was all of these were were pretty huge gaming milestones and 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 very savvy uh borderline you know marketing genius uh of how they put it all together, how they changed the world the the, the how they managed to keep it fresh uh and whatnot um and freaking essentially created a money making machine um apex they came in now they had they had really great first person shooter mechanics really good uh movement systems you know and, and from the same guys that made the the probably the best call of duties you know um uh, and of course titanfall uh so they took that and they just plugged it in to a, an, a, a successful model, and I think that's that's definitely why it it grew and it grew so fast. Because there is a model; it's familiar. Everybody that played Fortnite now and, and and PUBG, like they they know what's what. They know what's up. And and some people were just looking for something different, you know. And it just freaking blew up. So yeah, I, it's it's crazy. Good on Apex. Uh, but really, how many? I something like this is 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 going to be far and few between. I think it's a it's a it's a, the right game at the right time, kind of kind of thing, you know.
1: Oh, absolutely! Yeah. I mean, you had so many content creators ready to do something different, and for them to just appear with a triple A respawn game, but in the same realm of the the style of game that is dominating streaming and right. you know, Twitch and right. YouTube and stuff, so it it really was the perfect storm of of being the right game at the right time in the right genre in the right way, and uh, that has led it to you know be extremely successful. So yeah, good for them yeah. for nailing it. Absolutely. Yeah. Obviously, it's that's definitely. this. This wasn't their plan in the beginning, right? They didn't start out two years ago, and be like, all right, guys, so Fortnite's gonna be super big in a year. Right. And we want to give it a year to bake and then we're going to come out and it's going to be crazy. So, I mean, obviously that wasn't the plan, but boy, did it work good for them.
2: Yeah. From what I understand, Fortnite adopted a ping system.
1: Uh, I believe so. I I heard that on uh, the news. What was it yesterday? Now it's not, it's not nearly as, as well made as the apex one is you know something they wanted to get out sooner rather than later and then they can develop it as they go but Fortnite has implemented a a very simple like uh uh, basically a waypoint that you can do on the map right and it it, you know there's no voice lines associated with it there's not different kinds of pings uh it's it's i think it's much more akin to the siege ping and you say look right there
0: right Uh, right which really Second. at the when Siege came out with, with, with the that ping system, like I was like, Yeah, this this needs to be put in every game. And then freaking uh, uh Apex is like, Hold my beer. You know what I'm saying? Like they took it to the next level. You know, it's really, really good. Um,
2: yeah. but I think it's all those little quality of life changes that they for, for people that play BR games, I think that just those little things like that. Yep. Um you know, you might necessarily not necessarily like thought that you needed something like that, but when you saw it in action in Apex, you're like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, right? Why hasn't this been a thing? Like, you know. Well, and- well
0: Apex is more than just look here. And even if they stopped at this is uh, the 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 real quick look and real quick enemy, right? So you tap it, you tap uh, it once, and it's a just look here. You tap it twice, and it's an enemy. That alone yep. would have been like, wow, this is freaking amazing. But then they, mm-hmm. then they stepped it up to you, 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 you hit uh, an item on the ground and the in-game communication starts. So you don't need the microphones to communicate Dude, really, yeah. really,
1: really effectively. The fact that they made voice lines for every character to say, there's a gun over here or there's right. an enemy over right. there.
0: And then yeah, no to respond <laughs> to be like, "Hey, I want it," you know. That's all, I, you know, given to me, like it's so intuitive. Yeah. It's so intuitive, you know. Uh, and and it's almost almost as if you are communicating with them because I mean, really, in effect, you are. Uh, but it's so seamless. The voice acting, how they put it together, is is perfect. It's all those little those little things. So it's not just you know flashing up hand like apex deserves every bit of it they uh, they paid attention to uh, details uh, you know so you know uh, again I'm, I, I i i i i enjoy apex congratulations apex uh, they they did a great job and we'll we'll see what's what's going on you know it's a new uh, money making uh, factory over here
1: tell me about and,
0: it man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, well, I mean, a patch too actually, that you know
1: what? It, I should, I should so. kind of hit the brakes on that. Uh, they haven't even released their battle pass yet. We haven't seen them in their final form.
2: No, right. Yeah. No, right. The battle pass is coming it's, on. soon. They just released the patch uh, a few days ago. Right. I think. I, right. I think so, I
1: soon. mean, they, they patched some, them, some issues. They made some balance changes. Uh, they've said that they're going to address the fact that uh, some of the characters have larger hit boxes than others. And I, I like the way that they did it. They said, you know, we, we on purpose had people that are bigger than others, but we may not have balanced it quite right. So instead of nerfing the people that are smaller, we're going to buff the people that are bigger. So that that way, if you use a bigger person, you've got a, you've got a bigger personality and a bigger set of skills to, to deal Word. with it. So it's a risk-award kind of thing. And that, that, I think that's super cool. I'm always a fan of just more buffs, make everyone more powerful uh, instead of nerfing things. I don't like nerfs, but...
0: You what know. uh what's next there on the on that agenda? What there, is Pat?
1: next? well it looks like we may be one step closer to a disk list Xbox. So we actually talked about this as a rumor uh, a couple months back it was a while ago a, a, a an article from Brad Sams of Thort.com is actually what we used. And so this is uh, an update from Windows Central. I don't know if you guys know Jez Cordon, but he's you know, he's active in the Mixer community. He's active in the Xbox community. He's one of the lead writers for Windows Central, everything Xbox. So if you don't follow him, make sure you check it out. But uh, this is his article. Basically, uh, Microsoft is reportedly set to call the Diskless Maverick console, the Xbox One S all digital edition with pre-orders aiming for mid-April 2019 and with general availability coming in early May. It looks like, though, it could be a near-global simultaneous launch for all existing Xbox markets. The discless Xbox One S, say that five times fast, Mm -hmm. would be a first for the company, offering fans the ability to ditch discs all together and go all-in on digital game licenses as Microsoft pushed for greater access to its gaming library via things like Xbox game pass, digital subscription and the incoming streaming service project X cloud dropping the disc drive from the all digital edition could make the cheapest Xbox console yet. Although we have no word on pricing just yet, or whether the console will see any design refinements beyond simply dropping the disc drive. So anyway, there you go. Uh, That's kind of the, that's the short of it for right now, but basically the uh, we don't have like official, official confirmation, but uh jez Corden sources say we should look forward to pre-order starting for the xbox one s all digital in april aka next month uh they could be available as soon as early may uh the the question now remains how much are these things going to cost uh, i checked it out right now msrp on xbox one s's is 250 bucks a lot of those that are 250 come with a game uh, but we've seen Xbox One S's available on Black Friday deals for as low as like 200 bucks, and so I'm curious what they're going to sell this one for. Uh, my my thought is like 180 dollars ish, 179.99. But if they really wanted to knock it out of the freaking park, I think you and I talked about this. 150 yeah, we bucks did. would if- freaking... If Dude, they, they'll blow the socks off.
0: Anything under two hundred would be phenomenal, but yeah. if they manage to get the hundred fifty price point, oh my goodness, that would that would be crazy. So we'll see, we'll see. Because listen, man, I'm on the OG. I'm on the freaking day one edition still. Holding, holding, holdin tough. How do you do it? Holding tough, man. I don't know how you do it, man. Uh, well, you know, know what you could do, have I mean, If you, I
1: have just, one too, if you but decide it's... to cross over, if you decide that this is for you, uh, you might consider just getting uh, a hard drive. I don't know if you're currently using an external hard drive.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You
1: can get one that's got a terabyte or three on it, and then you can just transfer all your games onto that. You can do that right now and still play an all those games. I have an eight
0: terabyte hard drive
1: oh yeah hell yeah dude so then you can just you know make sure all your games are on that and then when you get the new xbox it's literally just plug it into the new one and all your games are there Mm -hmm. there will not be any other transfer process besides that it's great
0: i'm uh i might i'm a i am I do not know man i don't know 150 bro that might be i mean that's just too good to pass up
1: can you imagine that's Uh, yeah so good yeah. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, for all intents and purposes, that's two games. If you buy the deluxe editions, two games and you're getting a console.
0: Uh, you're right. You're right. I it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, we'll see. We'll see either way. Like this isn't necessarily news. Like we kind of, we kind of. Went over an older uh, article about the disc list, and there's all different kind of rumors. But the fact that the rumors are coming out again, and it's uh, they're so specific, they seem to have narrowed uh, in. Um, I think it's pretty much all but confirmed. It, the price is the question. 150 baby. Crossing our right. fingers. Right. So, I mean,
1: I, you, you and I know that I, I generally tend to lean more towards, like, I don't like talking about rumors a lot. Right. Uh, I like talking about things we know. The reason I brought this up is because the source, Jez Corden, is is pretty reputable, pretty well known for bringing good information from the Xbox oh, yeah. sources. So when he says something like this, I, I generally tend to believe it. Right. So, well,
0: like yep. it, 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 it's all it's all but confirmed now. I, I really, the salaciousness of this one is that sweet, sweet price. You know, I'm saying 150 baby, and crossing my fingers. Oh,
1: can you imagine?
0: Oh, I, I can. Is, uh, I am imagining right now.
1: <laughs> I think
2: it's just one more uh, nail in the coffin for uh, places like GameStop. I think this is just gonna
1: push well, that. Yeah, hundred percent, dude. It's... I mean,
2: they're already on the ropes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, because if if Xbox can be successful in an disc discless edition, I mean, who's to say PlayStation will go? Hey, brilliant! Here, here's one. Of, here's our discless edition of a playstation i mean geez i mean the switch is pretty much almost there
1: i i don't think that playstation is going to do it before the next round of playstations i think we're going to get playstation 5 before we get playstation discless. uh the idea of being without a disc really has been pretty exclusive to microsoft as far as like rumors have gone like we've been we've been considering a a xbox without a disc for quite some time it was a long time ago that the rumors for xbox scarlet came out and the fact that it was going to be two different ones right we were going to have two xbox you know scarlets uh one of them was supposed to be this you know this discless 100 stream box and the other one i think it was codenamed durango was uh, you know the beefy boy, right? It has a disc drive, but it also has a way better hard drive, way better graphics, way better. You know, it's the Xbox One X of the next round of consoles, right? So it, potentially there would be two. So we've had this we've had this concept of Xbox being okay with that for quite some time. I think the Game Pass really contributes to that as well. Yeah, and, right. and the fact that Xbox is is already stated they're putting money into actively making uh, uh, X Cloud work. And so that makes a lot of sense for Microsoft. We just haven't seen a lot of moves in that direction from PlayStation. Uh, so I don't know, man. I mean, especially before 2020 when we think PlayStation 5 is coming. I'm not sure. It seems a little bit less likely.
0: Well, we'll see. We will we'll see. What's next there, Ty? Anyway, what do we got?
1: What is next? All right. Uh, let me get on the right page here. Okay. Uh, so this is a, a callback to something we were talking about a little bit earlier. This is some scary news, but uh, we did just want to touch on it a little bit. Uh, Anthem is reportedly shutting down PlayStation 4s. Now, the title is actually reportedly bricking and shutting down PlayStation 4s, but I like the, the the devs have come out and actively said we don't have any reports of true bricking. So, the term bricking, for those who don't know, to brick a console is to make it as as useful as a brick, in that it does not do any game playing at all. It is a brick that you could build a wall out of, and that's all it's good for because it does nothing. Um, Anthem is not doing that to PlayStation Fours according to the reports that EA has received. It is just a term that has been thrown around a lot by the media, and uh, not actually true. What is true is that there have been lots of reports of people playing the game. And their console literally just turning off, uh, just shutting down <laughs> as, as if you were to take the power cord and yank it out of the back uh, off. And uh, PlayStations, for those who don't know, really don't like this. It's not going to break it, but when you turn it back on, it's, it's like when you turn your computer off that way and then you get that special prompt and it was like, we did not shut down correctly last time. Make sure you shut down correctly or else you're going to be sad uh basically (laughs) slaps you on the wrist for it but anyway uh ea and sony have been working together to figure this out because this is this is kind of two ways between those two entities right so obviously bioware made a game that shuts playstation 4s off but then Sony's gonna have to have a really sh- hard internal look at their group too because every game that comes out on, on on either console has to go through a pretty rigorous certification process to make sure it doesn't turn consoles off. And Sony missed this. And so you know, shame on the developer for making a game that does it. Shame on the console owner for allowing it through. Either way, it did. Uh, but they have announced that they really think they have figured out what is causing uh, a lot of these these shutdowns, and they have figured out how to fix them. So, with upcoming patches, uh, we're pretty sure that that's going to be figured out. Now, uh, I did want to—I I touched on a patch that is coming out on Saturday of this week. So, if you're listening to this on Monday, it will have been two days ago. I actually looked through these notes a little bit closer, and I did not see the PS4 fixes in this patch, but we should be getting them within the next week or so. Uh, if the question is like, Ty, you know, should I keep playing Anthem if I'm on PlayStation? I I mean, I'd still do it there. I don't, I don't see any reason from the data that we've been given from the developer that, that your Xbox or sorry, your PlayStation is in danger. You might get shut off in the middle of a stronghold. Maybe you'll lose a little bit of loot. It's possible. But the, 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 the odds, the numbers tell me that even if you are on PlayStation, the likelihood of actually having this happen to you is, is relatively low. So take that as you will. Uh, I, I don't play on PlayStation. So obviously I can't speak with a hundred percent sincerity there. Since I'm not in the same boat as you having played on Xbox, I have not experienced anything shutting my console off. I mean, obviously there has been some instability. I have been sent back to the dashboard once or twice or five times, uh, but my console remains healthy. Well,
0: uh, so. <clears throat> that's because you don't have uh, The OG, you know what I'm saying? That now, is, let, that's true. I have, let me step I have on in boy. here. Let, yeah. I've, uh, I've had some games. I, I can't even tell you exactly what it is, you know, but it's clearly is games that I've, I play on, on the regular, right? Cause, uh, 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 maybe it could have very well even been, been siege, but, Oh, I just freaking bumped my head on the mic. I'm so sorry. Um, I, uh, my co- console once just stopped in the middle, right? I, it was in the middle of a freaking stream even, you know what I'm saying? And I thought, I thought it was over. I was like, "Oh lord, Jesus." You know what I'm saying? I guess I'm going to have to become a PC player. Uh but uh but uh, uh when it came back, I it did not start proper, you know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm I am I am I'd put my money that this is exactly what happened to uh the PlayStation dudes. I had to unplug everything and let and let the actual um a power supply rest up a little bit you know what I'm saying and then it came back because before before that it just refused to turn back on and I, I I thought it was dead I really did you know but I think it's I, I if, if it's PlayStations I'd venture to say it's the older uh models you know what I'm saying because um internal memory sometimes uh, degrades and uh and they're not as fast as some of some of the newer models uh it just it just is what it is you know what i'm saying so yeah i've definitely had that happen to me um and you know i i I know i'm not alone (laughs) so it's just unfortunate it's unfortunate mainly because of the timing you know what i'm saying
1: i mean it's Uh, just it's another thing on anthem right anthem anthems in the same situation that pretty much fallout 76 was in November where it's just like another piece of news and another piece of news and another piece of news yeah, and another yeah. thing and another, another canvas bag and another NPC missing and another <laughs> save lost. And it's just, yeah, right yeah. now it's, it's really getting laid on thick and uh, you know, I'm going to fall back on the fact that there are some of us that are still enjoying the game, regardless of the bad news that keeps coming out. Uh, but just like fallout 76 after a month or so, people are going to stop talking about it and it's going to be gone. And we're just, you know, the, the devs are going to be able to put their heads down and really get to it. And so hopefully this kind of stuff just gets, They'll you know, I don't want to say question. forgotten. We need to remember that this stuff happens so it doesn't <laughs> happen again, but hopefully people learn from this. Like this yeah. is a big deal. This yeah. is a really big screw up. Oh, it's a, and it's a big, doesn't one. matter how much I like playing the game. The fact that people are, are, are getting this experience is, is completely big, unacceptable big from a developer and yeah. a publisher like this just very very frustrating because this is not I... this is not a balance issue this is not like oh the titans are too powerful i can't kill them no this is i can't play this game that i paid for and right. now you're making it so i may have trouble playing other games too and that's a big no-no yeah, yeah i big, think it's big, like a,
2: some pro uh uh microsoft guy that's uh slipped a little something something in there.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, think, <you> know, <laughs> I think what it is, yeah, is yeah, the, yeah. the, the, the game like, is new oh. the game is really is is power intensive and some of the the older uh playstations just didn't didn't like it i think that's that's uh my story and I'm sticking to it you know what I'm saying um but uh, either way it is it's a definitely a big deal for anthem it's a big deal for Sony like you said because like it definitely calls into question their internal uh uh um review system for sure. And I mean, hopefully they fix it soon. i mean, clearly, you said, you said that it, it should be in the works within a week. So, so let's hope that's true, but, uh, we will uh, see. We'll see next week. We'll talk about it.
1: Yep. Anyway, moving on, we're going to the division two in massive entertainment has released the roadmap for its first year of free content. So I love this trend. I think this is the best trend ever that these games are saying, give us money now for the release of the game and we'll give you more free game for the next year. I I 100%
0: agree. Yes.
1: I love it. Now, I mean, whether, whether I deserve that or not, I don't know. It it definitely seems like they're going above and beyond. And there is like, you know, there is a season pass that exists and it gives you some extra cosmetics and it gives you early access to some of the things that are releasing, but there is very little that the season pass, holders are going to get that everyone else is not going to get. Some things exist, but not very much. Uh, Anyway, I just wanted to go over a little bit of what this roadmap looks like, uh, just so we can kind of get a taste for what the next year will have. Uh, For the first time ever, Division 2 is getting raids. Uh, The first eight player raid in the history of the division will arrive with the launch of Operation Hours, which is uh, uh, a content release in the future. Uh, we are also getting, uh, three episodes, you know, quote unquote episodes for timed big chunks of content release over the next year. So I would, I would assume we're going to expect those every four months ish over the next year or every three months, maybe. So three months through. Yeah, that makes That makes sense. Three months, three months, three months. And then, uh, cause then the fourth would be, you know, the big patch or whatever, you know, the banks become anyway. So episode one which I assume will be approximately three to four months after release is called the DC outskirts expedition Uh, expeditions, which includes new missions and new areas uh, to explore. Episode two uh, is called the last castle, which is a really cool name for basically things that are going to be happening in and around the Pentagon, which I think is sick. And then episode (laughs) three is a little bit less detail on what episode three, episode three is going to be, but, it's coming, and they just wanted to make sure we know that there's three episodes. Another thing that they want us to know that they're going to be releasing, uh, probably one with each episode, are new specializations. Specializations is a term that is new to the division, and basically, they are end game classes that you can choose, each of them having skill trees that you can develop, and they have unique weapons associated with each specialization. So, with the release of the game, there are three that are available. There's a uh, survivalist that has a crossbow that explodes. There's a demolitionist that has a grenade launcher, and there's a sharpshooter that has a, 50, a Barrett 50 caliber sniper rifle. Uh, and then each one of those specializations also has unique perks and, and trees that you can build out and play the way you want to play. So that's really, really cool. And so we're going to have three new ones coming out after those three uh, a little bit later. And then finally, they say more to come. Uh, the Division 2 is an ever-evolving game and we are committed to making, sorry, we are committed to keep improving upon as we listen to the community feedback. There will be vast amounts of varied new content deployed in the coming months. No matter your play style, there will always be something new for you to experience. Now, this page, it's its on you know the Division page on Ubisoft.com. It is just like a total hype page. There's some awesome looking pictures here. Uh, and it's just really cool to see like they're really invested in making the end game for the Division two really meaningful, really deep uh, and and obviously really long tailed. So this is really great. After after kind of a thin anthem launch, I think this is going to this is going to do really well. So we'll see how it goes. You know, I'll be there. I'm, I'm pumped, man. They, 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 they
0: do seem to be much more. And uh, well, I don't know about. Than being more end game focused, but they're definitely more vocal about it. That's for sure about what's so what's going they, on.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna put a little caveat on your statement. They absolutely are more end game focused, and they've they said that pretty early after the announcement of the division two in the first place. And the reason that they're focusing on that, the reason that that they've leaned so hard into this, is they figured out what it took a year for Destiny to figure out, and it's that the people that will. Uh, be giving will end up giving you the most money and care about your game and advertise for you and preach your message. Are the people that are there long term and the people that are there for the end game? They don't give. They 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 rush through the campaign as quick as possible so that they can start playing the end game. And so the the minute Massive Entertainment the developer realized that you could see the change in how they started releasing content for the Division One and then they had that in mind from day one for the development of Division Two. So yes, this is going to be a a good solid, uh, you know, they've said 40 hour campaign for this, but after that is really where the developers have focused. And this is going to be an end game. This is going to be a grind. This is going to be, you know, live events, updates, new content coming out very regularly. That is the main focus. And and they've been very, very vocal about that since since the beginning of this whole thing. So,
0: so uh, is is it Ty Ty, Is this the game that's gonna turn me into a looter shooter guy?
2: <laughs> well, here's here's you the thing it, though, Manny. You know, did you play it, Manny? I have not.
0: No. Oh,
1: okay. Well, for one, you should you should check out the division because it's super cheap, and you should just check it out and see if you like it. The division is a is a third person cover based shooter. And a cover based shooter is a very specific style of play. A lot of people like to play shooters run and gun, but a cover based shooter is very tactical. It can be very slow. It is about using your abilities and it's about having precise shooting and, and knowing when to, to uh, stay in cover, knowing when to move cover. It's, it's very purposeful in all of your movement. You can't just run up the middle and hope that you survive because you will die very quickly. Uh, and you have to know that that's a style of game that you are okay with because some people are definitely not okay with. I want to fall back on what I was saying before. Like if you're just there for the campaign, it sounds like there's going to be plenty there for you. And so if you're okay with spending 60 bucks on a game and then just going through the campaign and being done, you may still be getting your money's worth out of this, Uh, but if you end up spending any time in the game afterwards maybe you maybe you want to go into the pvp dark zones maybe you want to do like the actual pvp uh team deathmatch. maybe you just want to run missions on harder and harder difficulties or hit the strongholds or you know maybe you want to try that raid for the first time like there's going to be a lot a lot of stuff for you to do but the real core of it the real question i have for manny is is this a style of game that you like because this is not siege this is not this is not a first-person shooter. This is not uh, this is not glass cannons that we're dealing with. We're dealing with enemies that hit hard, but also take a lot of damage to kill. Uh, this is you know loot and and percentages and graphs and uh, you know fifteen percent more precision, but ten percent less accuracy. And uh, you know a lot of, lot of stuff that goes into it. And so if if that's something that you're interested in trying, it sounds like this game's going to do it pretty darn well uh but mm-hmm. if that's something that you historically have not loved then that's something that this game really leans into so uh, you kind of have to make that call yourself
0: okay all right so the so the, you know the jury's still out on if i'm going to become we'll uh, see i a, mean a yeah,
1: as per dude. usual you can just hop into some streams and be like hey this looks dope and then you can I, it I, out yeah you but say,
0: here's the thing like sometimes i, I think i i i have just like to watch like there's some there's some games that look really fun, uh, that I know, I won't like, and and I think the bi- biggest example is Ark. I I played Ark. I did not like it. I just did not like my time in the game. It's it's just not. I just don't think it's for me. Um, uh, but I I enjoy like I watch uh, a streamer on Mixer. Um. Mr. Trend who would play so much freaking ARK, you know, and, and there's uh um several other uh good friends of the the hardcore casuals that that really enjoy ARK. I sit in and I watch it and I like watching. I, I'll I'll visit again and I'll i I see the world progress and I think that's cool. But God help me, I will never get into that game myself. I just can't I don't have the patience for it. The time, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I'm never gonna play that game, but I like watching it. And I'm not saying that that's the same. Like I, I, looter shooters, like watching you reading your articles. I I like part of my heart. I'm like the Grinch, right? I'm like the. I feel like I'm the looter shooter Grinch. You know what I'm saying? But my heart is growing. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, Like yeah, yeah. So I'm like man. It's like I want. I I I feel like I want to 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 like these. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and and I'm been really eyeing Anthem, and I'm really eyeing Division Two. Um, I almost picked up Division One, but it was so different from what was what it looked like in 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 the trailers from E uh, from E3 and whatnot that I ended up never picking it up. You know what I'm saying? Um, but anyway, anyway, that that's neither here nor there. We'll see. I, I'm sure as hell gonna watch you play though. That's for sure.
1: All right, man. Well, I'll be there. Uh, I'm actually a little bit bummed because I got a free code for it with the CPU that I bought for my computer, but it's not letting me turn in that code for the pre-order. Like it's saying, we will issue your code on March 15th when it releases. Uh. So I'm super bummed about that, which means I can't preload it. I can't get the pre-order bonus, even though I have it, I can't get the pre-order bonus. And even if I wanted to get the season pass and get early access, I can't because I can't hmm. download the game. And you know, so, you
0: have to pre-order on PC and you can give me the extra I code. Can't,
1: no, I say I can't pre-order because then I'm paying for it, even though I have yeah. the free copy waiting for me. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I can't pre-order anywhere unless I want to pay money. I don't want to pay yeah, money. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, you know, what you can yeah. you can give me that free code. Now, I'll be I'll your... I'll be your friend.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. He plays like two hours of it. Dude, this is from me.
0: I'll be your looter shooter right. friend. Yeah. I'll, uh, you I'll you'll be, you'll be the one. Friend.
1: Oh, my God. But, uh, yeah. I, I mean, there's a part of me that even though I got it for free, I'm considering getting that, that season pass. Just if if I love it, I think I will just to support the devs. And then if if I like the content, then I can get it earlier in the future. Uh, but we'll see, you know, if I try it and it's very mediocre and I end up falling off, then cool. No, no harm, no foul. But if I love yeah. it, then I, I'm definitely one to be like, okay, cool. Like, thank you guys. Like, let me get you this word. And there you go. So anyway, that's it for the division for now. Again, very excited, very interested. I was very excited for Anthem too. And then in, they ended up having these issues on launch. So that was a bummer. So hopefully division two doesn't fall prey to that. So
0: we'll, we'll see Avengers. the world is watching. We'll see.
1: I'm optimistic. I was also optimistic about Anthem, so apparently my opinion means nothing. So, <laughs> moving on. This is actually really cool. If you're a PlayStation owner, it was bad news before. This is good news. If you are a PlayStation Four owner, PlayStation firmware 6.50 officially brings Remote Play to iOS. Oh, the days babe. of play- oh, sorry. This is uh, this is Mike Fahey from Kotaku. The days of paying for premium app to Remote Play PlayStation Four games on iPhones and iPads is over today's uh friday or sorry yesterday thursday 6.5 ps4 firmware update enables game streaming between the console and the newly released ps4 remote play app playstation 4 owners have been able to remote play their games on ios devices for a couple of years now via applications like rplay a popular third-party solution sold on itunes for 11.99 the official ps4 remote play app available now does the same thing only for free Just download the app, pair it with your PS4 over a network, and you're good to go. The app uses on-screen controls by default. In landscape mode, the controls are laid over the screen, as seen in a shot here. Uh, This link will be on the website, thehardcorecasuals.com. Check it out. It's great. Uh, In portrait mode, the games run on the upper portion of the display with the touch controls underneath. Again, those pictures are available on this website. Uh, you have to have a good internet connection, uh, which may be why the writer did encounter a little bit of lag. The wifi connection has to be pretty strong. It has to be pretty serious. And there's also some restrictions about which iPhone you can use, which iPad you can use. I think the the oldest phone you can have is like an iPhone seven or something like that. And you got to have one of the newer ish iPads as well, but Hey, this is pretty cool. Playing PlayStation games on your iPad while you're, you know, on the toilet doing your, your pre podcast dookie. It's all good, man. mm. This is great.
0: That is, that sounds great. Uh, Well, this is the freaking future, right? Uh, cloud-based gaming, um, uh, being able to, to play like full on, you know, PC or console type, uh, games, and not necessarily be limited to the devices um own internal limitations. I think it's crazy. Um I, I, we're going to see much more of this moving forward. Hopefully we can see more announcements like this uh in in uh um what is it? G3? Um or what 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 is
1: it that's coming up in March? Oh, you mean GDC?
0: GDC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The GDC.
1: Game Developers Conference.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, I um, think that's uh next week.
0: Yeah so hopefully we'll see some some things uh regarding this um on that conference but either way this is the future right the, everybody is moving full fledged on 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 this front i'm excited about it
1: you know that's yeah, awesome absolutely. for
0: playstation it really is
1: absolutely and then this last one actually i think pertains pretty closely to the hardcore casuals the friday the 13th game is hitting nintendo switch this spring Pretty oh cool. baby uh, so i so friday the 13th
0: the lawsuit it, yeah go ahead i no, no no i was gonna say friday the 13th is is a game that buddha and i just for, it, it's one of like the first games that we really played together on, on mixer we had so much so fun, freaking memories i was just gonna say uh i'm so sorry for, for cutting you off i'm a, I'm a rude bastard uh yeah. Is that uh, the game itself you know. is so damn fun, it, I, 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 and I think it's a shame that the legal issues of of the game, like when you ever you mention it, they're like, oh well, they can't do anything with the game because because of the legal issues. So it's it's good to see that the game itself is is coming to the Switch. I think it's it's really a, a great one of the best co op experiences if you if if you can get. Uh, a bunch of friends to play, that is. Multiplayer experiences, that is. Uh, but it's still kind of in a weird place, right? Um, um, w- the, what did the article go into as far as uh, um, addressing the legal issues still lingering around? You know, like, well, I, I it, haven't really heard much this, about it.
1: It says that the screenwriter won the rights back to the IP last fall. Uh, we yeah. never really heard about that, un- and unfortunately. But... Uh, it sounds like they're not adding any content to the game. Like no new characters have been added, no new DLC. Uh, it is the same game that it was before when they stopped creating content. Uh, and unfortunately, because of that, they are also probably not able to make very many concessions for the Switch. Like maybe radical changes to controls, or maybe maybe any any important quality of life changes. This may be just a direct port over from what it was before to the switch. Uh, the, 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 the real answer of what it is, what it will be. The answer is we don't know quite yet, uh, but we know it's coming and it will be probably pretty close to what you experienced over the course of last summer. So,
0: yeah, I, it, it's cool. it's a, it's a, I mean, switch owners, if you uh, haven't not played this game, it's a, it's a really, really fun game uh in particular with a group of people that you know you know what i'm saying uh or at the very least that that you that you game with who aren't a-holes you know what i'm saying uh and the trick <laughs> is the trick is to play with game sound right and now i'm i don't know now buddha you have you have a, a nintendo switch right um,
2: I do, and that's one of the problems I have with this because they're not 100% sure what are, whether the voice chat is going to be supported, and I feel like that's oh. a major part for this game. That is, But it's part of the that's- the, the, the cruelty and the charm of Friday the 13th, the game. Um, so I until it comes actually, you know, until it's released and we can actually see What they're going to do about because, you know, the voice chat for the switch is totally different than what we utilize for, like, say, the PlayStation and the and the Xbox. It's a lot more elaborate, like you have to use your phone and there's a special app and like, yeah, yeah, it's not it's not uh, the most uh, comfortable way of being able to uh, chat with your friends. Uh, So because of that, I, I we just don't know yet what's going to happen obviously we know that they can't do any new content um uh, because of that lawsuit um he won the rights to the actual original movie so which technically jason is is a, a blip in the first movie so the the real debate on it right now is whether or not um the screenwriter is going to be able to do anything beyond that first movie um, so they're still in kind of like a, a tug of war as far as that's concerned, because technically, um, you know, spoilers, the, the mom is the is the killer in the first one. And then the <gasps> son. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. My bad. But yeah. So. So obviously in the later games, you know, if they were to try to do anything else, it's going to have to be minus minus. The mom, minus like uh, the the camp, like those. There's there's a few key things that were pretty dominant in the first film uh, that the screenwriter uh, wrote up. So going forward, they're looking at whether or not something's going to happen with all the sequels. The I think the judge that uh, that that presided over the over this 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 court battle. Uh, I think he actually stated that you know he wasn't sure if that's something that that the screenwriter can actually pursue as far as the sequels or not. Even though Jason is mentioned in the first film, so but as right now as of right now, the game itself has made a pretty firm stance. Like yo, we're not gonna even we're not even gonna test it. Like we're not we're not gonna do any more uh, new anything new that could possibly you know be affected later on so they're not going to want to touch it so it's probably just going to be something just like a simple port like they were saying and but if they don't have those sound features i don't know how it's still going to be fun but it's not going to be near as fun without that social element to it because that is that is that's huge that's that's it's that's big. huge it's, it's that, a big uh, uh,
0: it. yeah so 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 um keep an eye out on that one because i'm actually very much interested to see how it comes out and and that uh the communication features of uh, of the switch you know right uh because i'll tell you that the, the the biggest thing with that game is in the game chat is you you are isolated and you're by yourself and they they really do a great job of of giving you those feelings of of isolation right in the game chat because you can't hear anybody right however when when uh somebody's close you you can you can hear them faintly right and then you're like oh but you don't know if it's a friend or a foe you got to check the map and you and you're kind of whispering out there you know uh, and you're like yo I'm over here like where's where's Jason right and you and then you you get that that person and now you're just trying to to get information what is going on like what, have you run into anybody you know uh, and then you run into uh, a walkie-talkie and then you're you know, well, you, you pick it up and you're just frantically like hello 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 <laughs> right because you're trying to you're trying to reach out to somebody like things like that in this game are just so great you know yeah, um, proximity chat the proximity chat yeah the proximity chat the 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 walkie-talkie you know what i'm saying being able to to to, to talk to somebody else throughout anywhere that uh, doesn't matter how far away they are but as long as they have that walkie you can now talk and then these two uh, people can try and orchestrate with the people around them it's just like try the way they do it and put it all together in the communication uh, with this completely op dude <laughs> right running around trying to trying to kill everybody. It's just, yeah. it's frantic, it's fun, it's it's crazy. Uh, and without that, without that, is it, is it a, I mean, I don't know. Is it going to be, a, it's not going to be the same game. But, but you know, I don't know. Well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll
2: see. also have Dead by Daylight coming out, too, on the Switch.
1: That's right. All yeah, Dead by Daylight, same thing. Yep. So... It is the See? year of the asymmetrical multiplayer on Switch. How exciting?
0: <laughs> oh baby. Oh baby. <laughs> all righty. Anyway. Um with all right. So so we do have a couple things. We're 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 uh we're running very, very close to time. Do we have time for the discussion uh section or do we do oh, we it's move? It's entirely on? up to you, man. Um all right. We don't have too much time, but but there's a couple things going on. I'll I'll just dive on on in. Uh Captain Marvel came out. You know what I'm saying? The reviews the Dang. reviews are in. Um you can go ahead and check out uh Metacritic and Rotten Tomatoes and you'll you'll see some things. You'll see some things. Hey, um it it seems to be rather mixed reviews. You know what I'm saying? Um when you go to Metacritic, it's uh right now at what's a sixty six on Metacritic, which is not the best. Um right now I just it's opened it up sixty five.
1: It it's right in line with a lot of the Marvel movies. <clears throat> like Black Black Panther did exceedingly well and it's like a ninety-five or something like that. But even even uh Thanos movie, uh uh Ultron, like they're they're all right around like 70-ish.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so so 60, so. I mean it's it's lower than average, but but the thing uh but it seems to be relatively in line, like you said, right? Uh but the user scores, uh the 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 viewer scores are are pretty pretty low you know what i'm saying um and um that that uh sparked up some some questions and said oh it's it's the internet trolls you know what i'm saying it's the good old internet trolls uh and so then we have two articles here and we'll probably talk about the uh, you know i'm probably gonna gonna uh, write an article or something just asking questions about about this topic a little bit more um but there's definitely talk about the the trolls right uh uh, quote unquote weaponizing the uh the review system right uh there's another article that i'm gonna have here you go to the hardcorecasuals.com slash blog uh, i'm sorry hardcorecasuals.com slash uh podcast and you will uh see a youtube video i'm gonna put it right on into the notes where uh brianna Wu, who's who's running for uh Congress in good old uh US of a in uh in Massachusetts uh, she's running for Congress and 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 she she's did an interview and and uh she is involved in we she was involved in the whole like gamergate thing uh you can you know Google that uh and see her role um in an interview she's asked about uh oh the uh, Captain Marvel comes up right and, and uh, the, the they're saying the question is uh, does the does the government have a role to play against internet trolls? right? And Miss um, Wu, Brianna Wu essentially says yes, that the government uh, like that, so, hey it's, it's something that we've seen from time to time. look at Ghostbusters, look at at whatever like like if there's a woman, in, in the movie, internet trolls roll out, and, uh, and they, uh, they voice their opinions on these, these, uh, the review system, and the government should step in, essentially. Of which, to me, well, first of all, before I jump in, if you guys saw the video, uh, what are your thoughts on that idea? Government interventions for uh, for review systems and, and comments.
2: Well, I mean, I think it's a bad idea, obviously. I mean, you know, but I mean,
1: I don't think it'll fly. <clears throat> I feel the same way about this as I felt about loot boxes where it, I, this is just another, I mean, we, we don't talk about politics too much on the show, but I'm generally in favor of letting the public take care of themselves and let the government do government things. Uh, I don't think this is a government thing, pretty much at all I, so yeah, you know, and-
0: i I totally agree. I totally agree uh, and I think this kind of of talk to me is concerning, right to me, just just the fact that it's it's on the radar of somebody running for Congress uh, now, granted, the odds of she didn't do too well. Last time, this is her second time up at bat, going for Congress. She didn't do it too well, so the odds of her actually getting traction and whatnot is not necessarily the best. However, the fact that it's even part of the conversation now is concerning to me. I think this is an affront to freedom of speech. I think, I think, uh, when you watch, when you watch uh, the coverage of of things like this. Um, you're going to hear, and I've said this before on the podcast, off, off podcast, you're going to hear this phraseology of the weaponization of, of the review system, right? You're going to, you're going to hear about, uh, Oh, look at these, these, uh, these trolls and they're, they're going to uh, dehumanize people just for their opinions. And I think it's all, uh, dangerous. I really do. I think it's, it's a dangerous, uh, slippery slope, you know? Uh, I don't. I, I hate to see this. I personally hate to see this kind of stuff. Um, the reviews, I mean, as consumers, we should have the right to voice our opinions, you know what I'm saying? And let the, let the free market work, you know what I'm saying? People that want to buy tickets for it, then buy tickets for it. You want to buy the game, then, you know, go ahead and, and, and buy the game uh, or, or what have you. I don't know. You didn't get to see this movie, right? Uh, no, you were gonna... I,
2: I was going to. Uh, hopefully next week I'll be able to to, to watch it. I, I mean, you know, I, I I go to these Marvel movies um, with a little bit of grain of salt just because it's not quite like the comic books that I remember. Right. Um, so I always have to keep that in mind. Uh, but, I mean, you know, they trashed Venom too. You know what I mean? I, I remember mm. watching people just, just eat Venom alive and then I went to go see it and I'm like, what are these guys talking about? So... I decided to despair myself, uh, you know, with all these you know wannabe critics and and these these people that get on YouTube because, quite honestly, you know what? It's all clickbait to me because anytime you put oh, a negative yeah. review, that's going to get way more clicks than if you actually said you like the darn thing. So I just at this point, when it comes to these kind of movies, like I just say, you know what? I'm going to go and I'm I'm just going to go watch it and make my own evaluation. I mean, you know, it's. It's uh I'm sure it's gonna be entertaining because that's what these movies are. They're very entertaining. They don't quite stick to the actual comic book uh storyline. You know, there's always gonna be something a little more razzle ma dazzle on it. And uh, you know, it, it it is what it is. Um I'm sure even though the the user rating is really low, I'm sure it'll still do fine. I mean, it doesn't affect they it's an origin story, so obviously it's gonna be right. slower. It's it, you know what I mean. They're 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 trying to develop the character so that way when you see it in Avengers Endgame, you're not just trying to figure out well what is this, who is this, who is this right. person that's coming in here kicking Thanos' ass. You know what I mean? Like the, you need to know those things, and this is basically that story. So because obviously it's when like Nick Fury is really young, and you know I mean you know so it's 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 set off way before that final scene in the last Avengers movie. So. You know, it, it, I mean, the, the way I look at it is is uh, it's, it's unfortunate because I feel like there are people that that do negative reviews just for the sake of being negative, negative. Um, and then you have, have the same way other other way too, you have positive reviews just for the sake yeah, of being positive, for the
0: sake of being positive. You know, and so you you, you it, actually see that like like it's odd, it's very very odd. Actually, you see, um, I was I was I was looking at all of these figures. I want to say it was Metacritic that had. Or was it Rotten Tomatoes? E- either way, there I have links for both of them. They're in they're in the uh, the notes, guys. So you can go ahead and check it out, or you just go to RottenTomatoes.com, search Captain Marvel. Uh, Metacritic the same. You'll see it. Uh, there's lots of one star reviews and lots of ten star reviews, and God knows those are those. That seems to be the outliers. Um, and if you were to de- delete all the ones and all the tens um you end up somewhere around in the in the 60s mid 60s and that's exactly where where it landed you know what i'm saying um uh, uh, so i don't know one thing one thing that's interesting to me though is like all of this hubbub about captain marvel it's the first female comic book lead wait that's not true it's not true right um 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 wonder woman Remember, remember, Wonder Woman. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, do you remember all the, the the all the outrage of, and and misogyny against uh, Wonder Woman? No, because it never happened. You know what I'm saying? Everybody loved Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman came out, the and, and, it was, oh, received with open arms. Like the fans loved it. It's it's regarded as one of the best DC movies that that are out there. You know. Um but there's something different with with uh with the, with this this Captain Marvel movie. You know what I'm saying? Well, and I really first, think it's
2: the first Marvel one.
0: It is the first Marvel one. That's true. But but they're but they're saying if 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 the reaction is because is is because that? Well, we're all just you know, all everybody that that doesn't like the movie, they're all just sexist, and they don't they don't like the fact that it's a female lead. Well, then why isn't wasn't it the same for Wonder Woman? You if it's the, if it is all sexism, uh, um for Captain Marvel, it should have been equally panned for or trolled or whatnot. No. On no, wonder wonder I woman. mean,
2: there was some trolling there was, cause I heard static, uh, uh, in my personal life, uh, people that were displeased with wonder woman, um, cause they said it. they were trying to push an agenda and, um, uh, they pointed out the things to me that, that, uh, they thought was wrong with wonder woman. And then I had to kind of, kind of give them the whole, like, uh. Did you follow her in the comic books? You you know, say, you? Yeah,
1: that's pretty much how Wonder Woman works. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: And, and that's the problem that you, you get these people that jump to conclusions like, oh, well, you know, it's, you know, um, I don't know. I mean, it was just nonsense. And, and the well, reason why it's not going to be as big is because it's DC, frankly. You got Marvel and you got DC and Marvel is clearly the bigger one.
1: Yeah, I mean it, that that may be a really important factor there, Buddha. It's just the the fact that a this is Marvel and Marvel's huge, yeah. and b this is Disney and Disney's even bigger. And so, yeah. I mean, we've seen of... with for- we've seen with Fortnite how Fortnite is getting heat over something that games have been doing for many years. Uh, and I think it's just the nature of the fish, right? Yeah. Fortnite's getting sued left and right over friggin' dances, and if you look in five other games, those same dances are present, but it's not those other games that are getting crucified. It's right. it's the big one. Yeah. But one, so a Wonder that's, that's Woman
0: that's a is is one of the the like the most iconic and classic freaking uh, um, ca- of all comic book characters. You know what I'm saying? What was the the DC uh, Trinity? You have Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. Um, like she is not no small. Uh, what is it? What's right. The, what's She's
1: it? not an Avenger. Well, well <laughs> Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel's not an Avenger, right? And so that would have been the equivalent, right? Cuz Wonder Woman is one of the leaders of the Justice League and so she's always been front and center, but Captain Marvel is not front and center. And so she's what I would consider a secondary Marvel character and Wonder Woman it definitely is not.
0: Definitely is not, right? But I I mean I look, and we this is this has been a uh, uh there's been a topic on this one that we really haven't re- Dove deep into you know what I'm saying, and, uh, but I uh, but Brie Larson uh, made comments that that were pro- well, we'll just we'll just pose the question that uh, Brie Larson made comments that uh, are most likely to blame for the the backlash. You know, what I'm saying it's not really the movie itself, uh, but it's the messaging that you say before the movie makes a huge difference otherwise they wouldn't bother with with marketing you know what i'm saying uh and and i think i think it's not really the movie um i think it's like uh the quote unquote trolling is really more about the actress and some statements that were that were made before um but all either way when it comes down to it i think it's a it's it's an average and Buddha, you can confirm this when you see it. But I think it's going to be, you know, another Marvel film. You know, what I'm saying it's it's they have so many. This one is 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 not going to be as strong, in, in my opinion. And Buddha, you can definitely, when you see it, you could give give us your opinion. I think it's really just a layup for the next movie. You know, what I'm saying it sets up the character. It's laying it up for some big show on the next one. I don't. Th- I think as a layup movie, it, they're generally just not as strong. But well, I mean, you know. this is
1: this is Iron Man one, right? This is this is Iron Man one. Yeah, this is Thor one. This is all yeah. their origin stories. And to be to be frank, a lot of the origin stories for pretty much every one of these superheroes that we've seen are all fairly similar, uh, yeah. and they're all they're all fairly you know lower on the on the tier list and they're all considered not quite as great as as all the sequels and all the get-togethers have all been and so if we expect this to come out and be of the same caliber as uh, as uh, infinity war if we expect it to be age of Ultron if we expect it to be civil war we're going to be grossly disappointed because it's not what it is it's another origin story and so uh, go in looking for that and you'll be just fine but, uh that you're absolutely right manny this is this is totally this is totally to make it so that fans know who she is so that she can come in and be an important part of the the final endgame movie
0: right right but either way go please for the love of all that is holy no government intervention for freaking reviews for god's sakes um but yeah and we don't have much time, guys. We're, we're really at on the we're dancing on the edge. Uh, so we we, we don't have time. We, if you want to talk about this more, go to the comment section, please. And and we can we can talk uh talk about it more because I'm very much interested in what your opinions are uh on on the matter. Go to the hardcore slash podcast. Um, check out the notes for episode 31 and drop your comments. Um, Buddha. What do we yeah. got?
2: Uh, let's see here for the game pass in case you didn't realize. And I feel bad if you spent the 60 bucks. Uh, that's probably why I won't buy division two. I'll just wait for it to come out on game pass, but uh, <laughs>
3: <laughs> just cause
2: four just dropped into game pass folks. So if you have been looking to try out that game, you just want to go in there and blow some things up. The newest of that series. It just came out. What a couple months ago, like maybe it came out December. I can't, I can't believe it. Yeah
1: yeah i can't believe it i saw that and i was like oh just cause four that's cool and it totally registered in my mind as as not the most recent one but the one before that mm -hmm. and so i like it totally didn't like catch me off guard at all and then i came back to it later and i saw the cover art and i'm like holy shit that's the new one like it's brand new and now it's not like i couldn't believe it
2: yeah so, uh, yeah, so it's there, guys. If you want to play it, uh, I have not quite finished Just Cause 3, so as soon as I finish that up, I will uh, definitely uh, jump on a car and ride through a tornado. Um, we also have Lego Batman 2, uh, DC superheroes. That uh, got dropped into Game Pass as well, so if you're a fan of those Lego games. Uh, games with Gold, uh, Adventure Time, Pirates of the Etraderian, I guess that's how you say that. Uh, And for PlayStation, uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered, Um, the Switch, uh, they don't have a a games with gold type thing, uh, but they do have some new releases such as Ghoul Boy, and I I believe they released uh, something for the 3DS, I believe it's one of the Kirby games. Uh, Our backwards compatibility games, uh, Crackdown 2, uh, in case you didn't have enough crack. Uh, Oh, noise! Get your your dose there. (laughs) <laughs> All the crack is on Game Pass.
0: Oh yeah. Well, you know, yeah. in the words of uh, of uh, Sir Mix-a-Lot, baby got back, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It depends on what well, that's that's the kind of crack uh, I I enjoy, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, go uh, go ahead. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> Our, uh, we've got some deals right now if you are on a PlayStation and you haven't bricked it, you've got Hellblade. <laughs> um you've got Devil May Cry 5. <laughs> And uh, Hotline Miami are those games on sale right now. All really good games. Uh, For uh, Nintendo Switch, uh, the Lego games are 50% off. Uh, Xbox has indie and RPG uh, game sale uh, for 60% off. And EA also has a sale of up to 75% off. Um, So some great deals there. Uh, Our new games that are out and about right now, Devil May Cry 5, uh, Black Desert, which you heard me talking about Black Desert earlier, and Old Man's Journey, a little indie title um but that's what we got guys
0: word what's the um, what's the new game for for uh for epic cuz they they switched it over it's not thimbleweed anymore right what's the next it one oh, not...
1: it's slime rancher right now it's slime oh, rancher
0: baby. i'm sorry slime rancher yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah it's not really up my alley
0: it's too much like a looter shooter for me you know what i'm saying what i'm joking what? i'm joking <laughs> oh
1: my gosh don't even get me started oh man that precious don't make fun of my shooters <laughs>
2: That precious loot, <laughs> yeah. those little jelly bellies that you throw in the little pins. it's literally,
1: a... it's re- literally jelly poop. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it is. It is.
2: It, it is. Mm. It, it's actually kind of fun. Actually, I I, I played it when it first uh, dropped into uh, Games of the Gold back in the day on on yeah, yeah, Xbox. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, cool. And uh, yeah.
0: Um. So, Slime Rancher, and you know what? I just I'm just uh, opening it up. Oxen free is next. Uh, on on for Epic Games. That's a that's a sweet one, man.
1: Oxen that's a great. that's a cool one to do in like one night yeah i, I like, like i really uh, I enjoyed it different well okay so two partners. things about that one it's got really interesting music and i throw it on at work sometimes and it kind of mixes it up so it's kind of cool if you haven't checked out the soundtrack for Oxenfree, free it's worth checking out it's really quirky but it's also really catchy uh number two yeah it's it's a lot of dialogue it's Like it's a little shy on like gameplay gameplay, but it's a, it's a really good story, like a really strong story. Some cool supernatural elements, uh, overall solid, solid game. So, uh, it's probably, it's probably a solid, like three, four hour game that you can get done, but it's a cool story. Yeah. Sweet. I agree. Let's well, got right. multiple endings, right? Isn't that what the deal is on that? It, so I don't know. I only ended it once.
0: When oh. there's different, like uh, there are different outcomes depending on the decisions that that you make. There's definitely and choices
1: I, that are made.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got. I I wouldn't necessarily say it's 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 different outcomes. You know what I'm saying? Like like certain the ending is ultimately the same, but you you see, uh, like certain relationships aren't 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 right and and like the end the post um you know how you have the ending and then they give you the story of like oh so and so years later you know they these people went off to do this this thing you know like in the movies uh that 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 part changes you know uh and they did an interesting job of of showing that and then you can see the percentage of how many people made these choices and it made me think about replaying the game uh for approximately uh, three whole minutes i was like man i'd like to play this one again uh and then i never did but (laughs) it it, it was it it was it was definitely a, a a fun game uh i like it's a point and click type shooter oh my god a point and click um action looter game adventure oh, yeah looter shooter right
1: <laughs> yeah it's, it's pretty low-key it,
0: low i key. like those kind of games though but uh either way it's coming up free um on epic games it'll be good um i think that's it for us right is there anything else
1: well, that's it I think that's it for me
0: all righty um ladies and gentlemen thank you so much another episode in the books episode 31 um thank you so much really we appreciate you uh more more than than uh, than you know uh people in the hardcore casuals uh discord the overall community everybody that that's uh, that listens um thank you thank you thank you uh go ahead and check out the website tell your friends you know what i'm saying call up uh call up moms and be like yo tell the hardcorecasuals.com check it out you know what i'm saying um go ahead and you know what if, if if you like what you're listening to you know and you're like you know what these guys deserve approximately uh a latte worth of of uh of dollar a month you know what i'm saying buy buy buddha a latte you go to the hardcore com yeah. <laughs> slash yeah uh, slash patreon uh check it out and um you know if if uh, if you feel it in your heart we won't say no uh every dollar helps um and that's that that's that ladies and gentlemen thank you and we'll uh, we'll see you next time peace later
2: excelsior you mose